0: click whoa that's way too loud
1: wow it's so
0: loud all right now it's back to normal <laughs>
1: <laughs> so when we talk about this week's movie uh, my neighbor totoro which is the this week's movie? In case it's you've I, forgotten, I, yes, <laughs> uh, uh, Ecstasy of Influence. Uh, it's Totoro time. Uh, I've
0: only texted you about it three times. <laughs> yeah, I
1: have to applaud you <laughs> for being the person to take to take control to take charge of this one, because I've been so scatterbrained recently. Um, but when we talk about My Neighbor Totoro, we have to talk about a little bit uh, Kazuo Oga, who is the art director for it, mm-hmm. uh, who <clears throat> kind of like. I wouldn't say that like it was his movie, but he mm-hmm. pretty much defined the look of this film. Uh, Oga's uh, uh, like the the reason it looks so lush and alive and naturey and natural. You just gotta hand it to this guy. Who mm-hmm. I think he would go on to work on uh, on Pom and Princess Mononoke in the Tale of Princess Kaguya. So pretty talented guy.
0: Yeah. We also have to talk about the fact that every time I see anything about Miyazaki films, everyone's always talking about how calm and like down to earth they are. Yeah, and I'm like, have you seen Princess Mononoke <laughs> and Nausicaa Valley of the Wind? Like, have you seen have you seen those movies? Okay,
1: but this one kind of balances a lot of that. <laughs> no, out. yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just saying, there's a lot of like, like the commentary that I see on his movies are, oh, they're just so calm, like slice of life pieces. They're not all about politics and like horrible things i'm like bruh
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well this movie is super calm until it's not uh it has no plot until it does uh we've both seen this film
0: i think i saw it at some point in a theater
1: really like oh like one of the big Mm re-releases well clearly because you weren't born when it came out (laughs) you didn't fly as an unborn spirit to japan and watch (laughs) and watch my neighbor totoro uh yes but this is yes so we are discussing 1988's my neighbor totoro i believe we just skipped 1987 entirely no good movies
0: in 1987.
1: no good movies in 1987 <laughs> forget it rio gama Toro says that's a trash trash date. Movies came out in 1987 <laughs> nothing good came out of 1987 we're skipping right to my neighbor totoro uh But what I really want to talk about, so what we're going to watch today, we are going to watch the rare, hard-to-find Streamline Pictures version of My Neighbor Totoro, which is the first version I ever saw, uh, because this was the version that was eventually released in America. But what's interesting is this dub, Streamline's dub, was created for Japan Airlines, Uh, and so for a long time, you could only see it if you were flying Japan Airlines. You could only see it in English.
0: I do know what I, movie came out in 1987. What? The Princess Bride.
1: <laughs> Forget it. Trash. Absolute trash. Um. So, yeah. So, in 89, Streamline produced movie. But it wasn't released in America until 1993 uh, by 50th Street Films, which was a subsidiary of Troma Films. And do you know what Troma Films is? What is it? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Troma films are responsible for such delightful movies as The Toxic Avenger, Surf Nazis Must Die, Tromeo and Juliet, Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead.
0: Wait, wait! I know what Poultry Geist is.
1: <laughs> Shakespeare's Shitstorm. uh killer condom uh i'm sure i'm missing some that people are gonna be very angry oh new class of nukem high class of nukem high two subhumanoid meltdown class of nukem high three the good the bad and the subhumanoid they also released (laughs) cannibal the musical die trey parker and matt stone so trauma is pretty much known for schlock gross out schlock that involves a lot of blood and vomit and nudity and its founder their founder lloyd kaufman was like we've got to like start making some more money in the home video release by putting out some family films and so he went to japan to when he was releasing sergeant kabuki man and met hayao miyazaki because he's another (laughs) filmmaker and he was like you got this totoro movie i bet i could release this in america and miyazaki was like americans aren't interested in my movies uh the last time we released a movie of mine in america it was nausicaa and they chopped it all to pieces and ruined it and lloyd kaufman was like don't worry i'll release it and he released it and it got great reviews except this one review i found (laughs) that says "Troma purveyors of such unusual and fitfully crass entertainments as toxic avenger and sergeant kabuki man are off on a different and difficult rocky path with the animated japanese kid pick my neighbor totoro displaying no more than adequate television technical craft the simple family saga poses no threat to the commercial dominance of disney cartoonists U.S. box office prospects will be fleeting, likely no more than a blip, among the upcoming onslaught of product. And that was from Variety in 1993. Didn't, Damn, they were wrong. Didn't like Totoro. But uh, Lloyd Kaufman did, and they released it on home video, and it was a huge smash on home video. Uh, and this is the version I saw. This is not the Disney dub. I don't know if you've ever seen this version.
0: Probably not. I only ever saw it at my house.
1: At what with house? It, what,
0: at my mom's house oh. with whatever version you bought. <laughs> at my <me> mom's house. <laughs> Shut up, <At> me mom. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it was probably the the Disney dub the mm-hmm. the the later the later version of it.
0: I wish Disney would do what Troma Films did, but the opposite. They're like, we need to <laughs> we need to break out into new ground and make gross out adult only pictures. <laughs> well, they
1: own all the gross out adult film pictures. Now. They own Fox, which means they actually own, I believe, this dub now, because this was released through Fox. So maybe eventually we'll hear this version again. But uh I we really all know that
0: they're not gonna make gross out adult only films. They're just gonna turn gross out adult only films into children friendly films.
1: That's true. They're gonna they're gonna turn gross out adult films into uh into streaming series uh speaking of which their alien should be coming out in a little bit and we'll see how that goes badly uh, but Prediction. <laughs> uh, so yeah when they when they dubbed this in 20, 2005 dakota fanning and l fanning played the two sisters which is good casting except to me they just sounded too much like two little kids and not enough like anime kids mm-hmm. uh do you want to watch this movie
0: no i came i, I texted you because i didn't want to watch the movie <laughs> let's
1: watch my neighbor totoro Let's let's do it. Hey, hey, let's hey. go watch Totoro. Hey, let's <laughs> go because that's the opening song of Totoro.
0: I'm so excited to listen to it.
1: Yes. So uh, I'm Phil.
0: And I'm Willow.
1: And it's, it's Del, Del Toro, Toro time. time. What a weird movie this is. What, what a, a good weird movie. Though. movie. It's a weird movie, though. You have to admit. This is a strange I think movie.
0: I said, what a weird movie while we were watching this movie. This is
1: a strange tr- It's about a, man, a fuzzy egg guy mm-hmm. with a mouth, and nothing happens until everything happens. And yep. then it just kind of ends. And then an entirely second movie happens in the closing <laughs> credits. Yep. A bunch of colorful drawings, two amazingly charming leads. What an outstanding movie. Mm -hmm. yes totoro uh and and it's also a mistake because there isn't just one totoro in this movie there's multiple three how does a movie like this even come up how does it get made how did they not fall asleep making this movie like just drawing the pictures like it's so relaxing at times
0: it is very relaxing
1: yeah how do they not
0: fall asleep while scratching the film for 10 hours a day
1: <laughs> to make the rain <laughs> to make the rain <laughs> yes they scratch the film just make the rain once i knew that and then i was watching it i was like oh i can see that because mm-hmm. they certainly yeah. didn't draw each one of these little things the rain rain is hard to do in animation like enhance and on animation mm-hmm. i remember reading about that they were like constantly trying to figure out convincing ways to do rain in, in animated movies uh and this one was just like, ah, eh, it's just a bunch of lines. As long as you show stuff splashing on the ground and you have, a, at some point you cut to a toad going, you'll you'll sell people on the rain. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. The world's greatest animated toad. Uh, not even the toad in Spirited Away comes close to this toad. <laughs> this toad is shown walking at one point, And it's mm-hmm. like the most like belabored, like, floop-de-floop. like it doesn't look like a way a toad i think walks but that's okay because the mouth of the goat you see in this movie is also completely unlike what a goat's mouth looks like they completely got that one wrong as well so who knows
0: i don't understand how that scene didn't terrify me as a child because that is a terrifying scene
1: the goat lunging at a child yeah for no reason other than to make her yell and run the other direction yep This movie, My Neighbor Totoro, what is this movie? What is this movie about? If you had to tell a person what this movie was about, what is this movie about?
0: Children dealing with the trauma of one of their parents being ill and in the hospital.
1: Right, right. Not dying that we know of, Mm -hmm. kind of. Is she dying? Is the mom
0: dying? I mean, I assume she has some. I assume so. She's not allowed to go home. And if they if they like, I assume she has cancer or something,
1: some kind of cancer,
0: because they're
1: yeah.
0: clearly super concerned about her when she like even gets a cold. And so something is suppressing her immune system, probably.
1: Yeah. Um. It's uh, I know that Miyazaki has spoken about it in the past, like what actually is wrong with the mom, but I don't care because it's so mysterious and weird. And you know that nothing good is going to come of it.
0: Also, it makes sense for like, we're watching this movie through the lens of a child's like point of view. So yes, not knowing makes sense.
1: Not knowing makes sense. And that's kind of like kind of a a good explanation for the entire film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not knowing makes sense because this movie goes a long way to not explain anything that's happening. Yeah. Right. Right um so this movie so this movie is set in the 1950s Mm -hmm. uh which you can tell just by the types of cars they're driving the three-wheeled truck which is amazing Mm -hmm. um they're moving to they move to a house in the country yeah yeah
0: well i wasn't imagining that they were living in the city with all of the woodlands surrounding them (laughs) yes
1: but they're moving (laughs) in the beginning they have been living somewhere else they've had to move because of the father's job right Oh. No. Or they move... I don't know. Why are they moving? It's he works, never
0: said why they're moving.
1: He works at the college. Why do they move?
0: They might... They, they never say why they're moving. Well... They, they just are. I assume it has something to do with maybe moving closer to the hospital or, like, moving to the country so that when the mom does come home, she's not surrounded by city smog.
1: Mm, things like that. Yeah. Well...
0: But it could also simply be, like, the kids were having a hard time being where they were and they needed a change of scenery
1: that's true because these kids uh may and satsuki uh satsuki mm-hmm. is the older of the two sisters uh may is five i think, I she think said. Four, four or five and yeah. satsuki's like 10 or 11 and they are the most delightful children in film history even mm-hmm. when they're annoying they're delightful and they are not only delightful they are delighted to be where they are yeah like uh, the, the entire opening of this movie is just these two kids loving exploring their new, lo- like their new living, their new dwelling, their mm-hmm. new house. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a, it's so well done.
0: They're very much children.
1: Mhm. Mhm. And May is like, very much a four-year-old. Yeah. They're not like, like what?
0: They're not like siblings that you see in movies all the time. With, like, the weird, like, they're not, like, movie kids.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. They're not movie children. They're just children. But mm-hmm. they are heightened. I mean, they are characters. They're cartoon characters. Yeah. But they they are presented in a way that I, you never see children presented in animation. Um, now, I will say that May, we and we discussed this at length while watching the movie, May does have a head made out of an entire loaf of bread yes yes uh she has the, a face that looks like a, a a goblin a horrible monster at times uh but that is okay because she is a child and that's what children look like yes um they have a father who is david seville from the chipmunks or you or me, if David Seville and I made sweet love and had a baby, and that baby grew up into a man, that is who he would be. And the mom, who we only see a couple of times uh, is is sick, but she doesn't she doesn't look sick to me. She looks great. she's she's she is a a, a beauty in, in getting her beauty sleep. I, I would say that that is probably why she's in the hospital. She needs her beauty sleep she, she looks has
0: great. a massive forehead, though
1: she has a huge forehead. But then so does Satsuki, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, Satsuki looks like her mom, and her dad. Mei looks like uh, an old ham. <laughs> You're so not anyway, wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So they move into this house. They clean it up. They all take. <laughs> they all take the <laughs> history's most hilarious bath together. Uh, There's
0: also like dust sprites.
1: Right, right. There's so those are called sus- susu-, susu watari, susu susu watari which means uh which means like wandering soot it looks Mm -hmm. like uh and apparently in the disney dub they are referred to as soot gremlins (laughs) which seems like a like a belabored way of just saying (laughs) soot sprites or dust Mm -hmm. bunnies I don't know why they would like go out of their way to call them soot gremlins. I do not they also like. Also, don't
0: the, look like gremlins.
1: <laughs> no, they're just little. They look like sprites. They look like yeah. sprites. I don't know if I've expressed enough just how, in what, how low regard I hold the Disney dub of this, mm-hmm. and how much I prefer the streamlined dub that we watched. Which, which by the is way, all
0: technically now a Disney dub, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it does because they all own Fox. But uh, this dub holds up. It mm-hmm. holds up. Um, but yes, yeah, so they. There are soot sprites. So right off the bat, we're introduced to supernatural shenanigans in this old house. Uh, We
0: find acorns.
1: Yep. Which are presumably left by the soot sprites.
0: No, they're left by the dude with the bag.
1: Oh, but we don't see him until later. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's spirits in the house. The father may or may not believe that there are spirits in the house. He certainly humors the children into believing there are spirits in the house. Mm -hmm. He's a professor of archaeology? Did yes. we read? Yeah, so he's busy all the time. So he wants his daughters to be interested in this place and stay busy. Uh, there is an old granny who helps out who lives nearby, and she is, helps out around the house. And uh, the old granny has a grandson mm-hmm. named, uh, what is his name? I don't remember something. Totoro. No. Sid. Uh, Kanta. From Toy Story. Kanta. Kanta Ogaki is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh The granny lives next door. Now in the dub we watched her they call her nanny. Mm-hmm. She's nanny or granny. She's awesome. She also she looks awesome. like an old ham.
0: But in a better way
1: in my but, opinion. But in a more in a more uh acceptable way. <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean, basically, the whole beginning of this movie is just Satsuki and May exploring the house, exploring the countryside, uh, just exploring. And, and there's and uh, and and then Satsuki goes off to school, and May is left alone. And uh, and May is outside playing one day, and she happens to see these two weird creatures wandering around in her yard. She sees
0: the little one, the the white one. He's mm-hmm. like wandering around and she's like i'm gonna follow him and then we have the most intense chase scene of all time yeah she looks like an evil villain throughout this entire scene
1: yeah all of a sudden may is the monster yeah and she's chasing what appears to be some sort of like half half rabbit or like Like if a peep came to life
0: like if a if a like the yeah the peep bunnies
1: yeah but if you if you if you bit the body off of a peep bunny and just the head and the ears were running around, on chicken feet. Yeah. So I guess nothing like a peep bunny is what we're saying. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then it runs into its older sibling, cousin, whatever. Another one of the two, another one of the spirits, which is like a slightly more evolved version of it. What we're looking at, basically, especially when the large one shows up, is Pokemon. We're mm-hmm. looking at three. Evolutions of the same Pokemon. Yes. Yes. Oh, the white one, the larger one, and then the big one. <laughs> um, so Maid follows them into a into a like a into the bush. Uh, ends up inside a giant tree, a camphor tree, as they say, mm-hmm. and encounters the giant spirit. Uh, which she asks, you know, it's asleep. She wakes it up. She asks its name. It roars at her. And she thinks it says Totoro. 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 Because she has a book of the three Billy Goats gruff that we do see in the movie, but only briefly. Mm -hmm. Um, And the word troll is sort of like Totoro. And she thinks he says Totoro. Totoro. It doesn't make any sense to English speakers. I guess if you're a Japanese speaker and you watch this, it makes sense how she Mm -hmm. misinterprets the name. Uh, all that, uh, late, Later on, she tells Satsuki, I met Totoro. And she's like, oh, like in our book? And we, the English-speaking audience, are supposed to be like, I guess there's a book called Totoro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the troll from The Three Billy Goats Gruff. You see a okay, book that has a, sense. It has a Totoro-looking troll under a bridge, and you see a goat on the bridge. But it is very easy to miss. Like, it's just mm-hmm. sort of in passing in the movie. But I guess if you're in Japan, you would know the reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so she meets this goblin, this monster, this king, King Totoro, whatever. He doesn't have much personality. He grumbles a lot. He's sleepy. Yeah. He's yeah. a sleepy boy. Mm-hmm. He is the softest man. He is a Snorlax before there was a Snorlax.
0: Yeah. He yeah. does look a lot like Snorlax. Same yeah. coloration and everything.
1: Same coloration and everything. He, and he, and he, he rolls around. He's asleep. He seems to be lazy. He doesn't do anything. This is not how... A modern movie comp studio, um, an American movie studio certainly would create, would establish its like iconic character. It would have this thing talking. It would sing. It would get up and do a dance. Anything. This thing just lays down and then and then May leaves. Yeah, it's, it's delighted by her though.
0: Well, if actually, May falls asleep on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And when they come home, she's just asleep in the,
0: which in is the- a great place for a secret hideout.
1: Yeah. And she tries to show them the magic tree, and of course they can't get to it. Her father is really cool because he's like, "It's okay. Like I believe you. Like I, if you mm-hmm. saw it, you saw it." And uh, and he's like, the, it, "What you saw is a magic wood spirit, like a, a forest spirit. It's not going to show up all the time, but it will show back up." And that's it. That's. And they it.
0: go. They go pray at the. The place, the tree, the giant mm-hmm.
1: tree. Yeah, they pray for Totoro. Yeah. And it's these two kids. And what you have so far is a movie that could just be all in their imagination. Mm -hmm. Like it's an imagination movie. Uh, We are given no reason to believe these things are actually happening yet.
0: And we don't get that until the end of the movie. (laughs) Right. Um,
1: Okay, so then they're waiting for their father to come home from the university. Uh, He's supposed to show up on the This is
0: after uh, May has been brought to the school to... Uh, by granny because she refused to be without her
1: sister. Right.
0: Which I think is the most irritating thing in the
1: entire movie. Oh, you think it's irritating? The the moment when May, ref- like, when Satsuki is, like, griping at May, she's like, May, I have to go back to school. I can't bring you inside. And May just has tears in her eyes, and she walks forward and just grabs her sister's skirt and puts her head on her skirt. Is such a perfectly realized little kid thing.
0: No, yeah. I mean, I understand it. I just yeah. can't help but being like, if that ever happened, I would be so mad.
1: Well, it is very it is very to a parent, it is very delightful. A because it's not happening to the parent and B because Satsuki is a very good sister and takes her inside. And the kids to an are, older
0: sibling on the other hand.
1: <laughs> it's, it's very annoying. If Mitzi had done this to you in school, you would have been annoyed.
0: Also it would not have probably happened, I don't think.
1: Right. Mitzi a demanding to go to your school. And then being taken. Yeah. Um, so they're waiting. No, for the... I think
0: it's 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 a sweet scene, and I think it does a good job at developing the yes. characters. And also showing that, because we've only ever really seen the kids being happy until uh-huh. then. Yes. Um. So I think that it, it's a good, it's a good.
1: And also showing that Tetsuki has like a social life. Like she has mm-hmm. friends at school. She's not. You know, she's not isolated. She's she's a kid. She's a kid who does kid things. Her friends wait for her to come to like she walks to school with her friends. She's mm-hmm. a she's just a kid. Um yeah. these aren't weird, weirdo kids. These aren't outcasts. These aren't the kids you're like, Oh, of course they saw a wood spirit. They're weirdos who run around in the woods. They're just a couple of kids. Uh and so after school they're going to wait for their father at the bus stop, but he doesn't show up. The bus comes and goes. It starts to rain. Well, there's um,
0: also like more going on before then
1: <laughs> yeah what With
0: the kid giving them the umbrella
1: oh we totally have left him out the little boy yeah yeah he's yeah. important <laughs> he's very important mm-hmm. uh kanta is, is yeah he's he's adorable he's perfectly realized again a mm-hmm. little boy who clearly has a crush on satsuki uh and well you tell it because you're so excited about this umbrella part
0: well, so the so May and uh, Satsuki are walking home, and it's raining. Yeah, and they stop by a a statue, a shrine, uh, a shrine, and are like, "We're gonna stand under here until the rain passes because we don't want to, you know, get soaking wet." Mei has yeah. fallen on her face at this point, by the way.
1: <laughs> yes, she falls. Yes, uh, which
0: immediately made you go, huh? <laughs> Yes. oh While we are watching
1: yeah. a little kid falling flat on her face like that's a <laughs> as a parent your heart just goes into your throat
0: yeah I just thought it was funny
1: she's okay though she, she just gets a, she just gets a stained face mm-hmm. um, and they're
0: they're waiting under the uh, the shrine and uh Kanto passes by with his umbrella
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he like walks by with the umbrella in his face so they can't see him and then he does that thing you know you, when you're like passing by and you're like i'm not gonna help they're just not gonna see me they want to who i am and then you're like god damn it and you turn around and you like begrudgingly help the person that's what he does yes uh he just leaves the umbrella on the ground and they're like uh thanks and then he runs home
1: but he's very excited when he runs home yeah because he had a neat interaction with setsuki and Mm -hmm. he did something that he knows is nice and I like his little internal struggle where he wants to be the aloof he the, he wants to be the aloof boy but he also really wants to have some sort of connection with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, they play it's subtle and they play it off well and it's a blink and you, if you and you'll miss it moment but I love the way it uh I love the way it's played. So his head
0: gets bonked for doing it.
1: He does get his head bonked by his mother for losing his umbrella. But they're waiting at the bus stop. The bus doesn't come. It gets later and later. May gets tired. Eventually, Satsuki hoists her up onto her shoulders with the umbrella. And wouldn't you know it, who shows up at the bus stop next to them? Totoro. Totoro. And what's funny is, this forms like the iconic movie poster mm-hmm. for My Neighbor Totoro, which is unusual because most... It's it's one of those things where you don't even notice it until you until you look at it twice. But when you look at the the original like iconic image for Totoro, that's not Mei or Satsuki. It is not. It is a girl who looks as if Mei and Satsuki were smashed together into one mm-hmm. character because this the the original promo image for this is the original co- conceptual idea which was that i believe it was supposed to be just one girl mm-hmm. and so they you know sketched up all these promotional images and originally the the, the scene was just going to have one girl waiting at the bus stop and then totoro shows up they eventually split that girl into two characters like literally split her in two uh mm-hmm. and like they aged up aged her up for satsuki and aged her down for mei and left the rest of it the same, but it's just so weird that this is a famous poster of yeah. Totoro and not the main characters of the of the movie. Uh, but Totoro shows up, and we get probably the most delightful scene in the movie, like just yeah sheer character
0: i like that satsuki was so scared of totoro when he first popped up
1: well yeah he's like eight (laughs) feet eight nine what what ten feet tall he's huge he's He's ten feet
0: tall has claws and is covered in fur
1: yeah and he looks like an egg with ears and he has eyes the size of dinner plates Mm -hmm. and she has an extra umbrella how does she get an extra umbrella she brought her dad's oh right 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 she has an extra umbrella she loans it to totoro Mm-hmm. he has never worked an umbrella before <laughs> so you see him figure it out she shows him how to do it when the raindrops from the tree above spatter patter on the umbrella it like electrifies him it it's the jump hap- scares him first it scares him but then it delights him mm-hmm. uh, and then he jump scares satsuki yeah literally <laughs> He uh, jumps as high as he can in the air, smashes down on the ground in order to shake the tree and make all the rain fall, which makes his eyes get really big and makes his whiskers go really nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, and then, who shows up? The cat bus. And then, ba- the 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 the, the Nico, uh, the spiritual cat, the the spirit cat shows cat up. Cat bus. And it is in the shape of a bus. And uh and uh how do you how do you get on board the cat bus
0: it opens the door for you by shifting its skin into a door form
1: yeah it's pretty freaky actually
0: i mean if you give it more than two seconds of thought most of this movie is pretty freaky
1: well that's true (laughs) i mean yeah but i mean it's 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 pretty wild they don't like they don't like i mean it's a very cartoony image but they don't like Mm -hmm. cartoonify it very much like besides with that sound effect no the the sound effects in this are weird i meant to go back and check and see if those are the same sound effects if those are the actual japanese sound effects i assume they are
0: it sounded like a spaceship door opening when the cat opens the
1: door yeah it's yeah it's really weird uh but it's also, it also is designed to look like something you wouldn't be surprised to see, like, in an old Japanese, like, woodcut image, like, mm-hmm. or an old Japanese, like, scroll painting. Like, it would not, it looks like something that could conceivably have come from Japanese mythology if there had been buses, like, 200 years ago. Yeah. yeah um, Which is, and typically, like, these cats in, these these magical cats, these spirit cats that can shift their bodies around in... in in these giant cats, especially, were more uh, creatures of horror in in the old stories. Mm-hmm. So this thing shows up, and I guess if you're familiar with the legends, you would be like, "Oh no! Here's this thing," but it's just a bus. It literally is just a bus.
0: It has mice lights.
1: Mm-hmm. It has mice for lights, and it has uh, and it's it's and it's a boy bus. Yep. We see its balls. Yes, we do. We see these two little balls down at the bottom. Uh, and we all have a good laugh at it when we are in college uh and we're like boy those japanese they sure do make them different um
0: also this entire time they've been waiting for their dad because
1: he's late yes he wasn't on the first bus and so totoro gets on the bus he takes off but he has the dad's umbrella mm-hmm. and uh and then the dad shows up with the next bus um they take the they take the umbrella back to the boy who's getting punched in the head by his mom they
0: did that on the way to the bus stop the first way there
1: oh that's right and uh and but then he ends
0: up being the ancestor of our main boy character from right uh uh, castle (laughs) in the sky Sky.
1: yes he's the he he is a direct uh ancestor of the castle in the sky boy he's
0: building airplanes Mm
1: mm-hmm Uh, All Miyazaki boys are building an airplane in their shed. That's just the way it goes. Or a bicycle that can be used as an airplane. Um, So so in payment for the umbrella, Totoro gives the girls a bundle of seeds, Mm -hmm. which they plant. And May really wants them to grow. One night, Totoro shows up. I'm kind of like trying to speed through this. Yeah. Uh, Totoro shows up with the other two little Totoros. They make the plants grow, and those plants grow into the biggest tree in the history of trees. Yeah. Just a gigantic tree. And Totoro is up at the top and they and they and he has the umbrella and he flies around. He he wakes up the girls, he pulls out a top, he spins the top, he jumps to the top, the girls jump on him, he flies up with the umbrella, like Mary Poppins, up to the top of the tree, and they sit up there blowing flutes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Does this have anything to do with the plot? No. It's just awesome. Yes. And the next day, uh, the, the tree is the gone. The dad is
0: awake the entire time doing his archaeology stuff, I guess.
1: Yes. Just doing his doing his homework. Doesn't notice anything out of the ordinary. And the next day, the tree is gone. But the plants are finally mm-hmm. starting to grow. And that's kind of the end of, like, act one.
0: Which is funny because it's, like, two-thirds the way through the movie.
1: Right. But that's, like, the end of, like, we have now... We have now been introduced to these creatures. We have now been introduced to the countryside and all the characters. Uh, yeah. They the had a visit act- with
0: their mom mm-hmm. in act one as well.
1: Right. Uh, and oh, Satsuki, your hair is grinning so long and beautiful. Uh, or no, your hair looks so good when it's short. And then May's like, can I have my hair short? And Satsuki's like, you're not old enough to have short hair. And I'm like, I guess that's a Japanese thing in the 1950s. <laughs> um, so, so, the final act of the movie is like the is like the final act actually has like some sort of plot to it. Mm-hmm. And because the, the, what's happening is the mom is supposed to come home for a few days to visit. Mm-hmm. But the fa- uh, they get a telegram at the house that the father needs to talk to the hospital. Yeah. So they take the telegram to the dad. No. What?
0: They take they call the dad.
1: They call the dad. At the uh, hospital.
0: They call the dad at his job, which is where we learn okay. what his
1: job is. Starting over. <laughs> do you want me to do this part? <laughs> Why don't you do this part?
0: Okay. So the second act is it opens with them with Granny, and they're helping her garden. Uh, and they're having a good time. They're explaining, oh, our mom is coming to visit. And there's some, you know, funny garden talk. Uh, May is like, I'm going to give this corn that I picked to my mom when she comes to visit. And Granny's like, good idea. It'll make her feel better. Mm. And so we get a little boy. I can't remember. Is it Kanto? Kanto?
1: Um, Kanta.
0: We get Kanta uh, running up to them being like, hey, I got a telegram for one of, for your dad. He's not here, so here you go. And Satsuki is like, uh, that's not good. And Granny's like, uh, that's not good. And he's like, explain to me what's going on. And nobody explains what's going on. Right. Um. So, Satsuki runs to go call her dad to ask what's going on and to explain, like, we got a telegram. Uh, and he answers and he's like, okay, it's gonna be fine. I'll call the hospital. I will call you back immediately. Just don't leave the area. And May has been following, like, chasing after them, even though she was told not to. Uh, she gets separated and is, like, running around looking for them. And we don't see the second phone call, but we learn that Mom isn't coming home because she's still like she got a cold or something. And Satsuki is upset and lashes out at May after May asks, like, what's going on? They have a fight because uh, the entire time Satsuki has been the older sister figure. And this is like the first time we've seen her get really upset.
1: Right. Satsuki has kind of had to, like, be the emotional, emotionally grounded character the whole time. Mm hmm um be the adult because the father is just so overwhelmed and busy like he's a good dad but he's also always working yeah and uh and so yeah so uh, you pointed this out when it happened like you get this great shot uh this great scene of satsuki finally just losing it on may very mildly considering everything they've been through
0: yeah uh satsuki runs off ahead of them may is left behind crying with uh Kanta, mm-hmm. and eventually they get home uh and they're laying on their faces <laughs> yes they look like they've been murdered <laughs> uh and granny's trying to make them feel better but it's not really working um and satsuki's helping granny with like doing stuff and then satsuki just like completely collapses yes because like her mom has never been able to come home because she keeps like, they keep saying, Oh, she's just caught a cold. Right. And she's freaked out because she doesn't want her mom to die. And may witnesses this and runs off. I think.
1: Yeah. So yeah. She, uh, cause Satsuki has a complete emotional breakdown to -hmm. granny. Uh, Again, she's held it together this long. And she finally just has this thing where she's like, what happens if mother mama dies? Like what's going to happen to us if our mother dies? And, and Granny's Granny doesn't know what to do. May early on in the movie had picked an ear of corn from Granny's garden and had said she was going to bring it to her mom. I thought that was it to,
0: when they were gardening at the beginning of this act that
1: she picked up. Well, the corn. whichever. She it yeah. was earlier on in the movie. And she has said she was going to bring it to her mom. So she runs off. Because they have been to, because they have been to the hospital by bike. May has mm-hmm. a rough idea of the direction of which the hospital is. It's like a three hour trip. Uh, so she Unlike. heads right so she heads off on foot to to uh bring her mother this ear of corn mm-hmm. and and gets completely lost and turned around i mean this is like in the countryside yeah and, and like we
0: don't see may for the next like 20 minutes of this right
1: movie. The, the movie now becomes the entire village uh getting together to find this lost little girl uh, and it is fraught and it is scary. And Satsuki is terrified that she is that she is going to lose her little sister. Good. And she is crying and running and trying to find her sister. She is running all over the all over the village. She's asking everyone she encounters. Her feet are blistered, her, she is her face is streaked with tears. And finally, she prays to Totoro, there's to, a whole
0: scene where May might have drowned.
1: <laughs> right, they think May. They think they found May's sandal in the in the in one of the like one of the like patties and they're dredging the water to find her body, and they they find out that it's not hers, and they're all like the sigh of relief that it's not May's sandal. Like it's, it's someone's a, sandal though. It's someone's sandal, I mean, we don't really, <laughs> probably just a kid lost their sandal. Let's but, hope. <laughs> uh, uh, and this is the part where I assume if I knew more about uh about. Shinto and Shinto religion, I I would understand. This whole movie would make so much more sense Mm -hmm. um, because this is the part where she prays to them. There's a lot of a lot of you know, like if you read up on the themes of Totoro and read all the articles that have been written about it, like if you know Shintoism, you realize that he's being portrayed as like a Shinto spirit or a kami, as they say, uh, and. So her prayers to him would make like suddenly praying to this like sort of like goofy character would make more sense Yeah, uh, to an American audience or to someone who's just not familiar with the with the iconography of Shintoism, the ins and outs of the religion I have, which I am not familiar with at all. It just comes across as like, wait, what? Like suddenly she can pray. Like, this is like a sort of a jolly like Santa like character. And all of a sudden, like it's a religious. Ca- I think it makes more sense in context. <laughs>
0: I think also, I mean, they've men- they mentioned praying to to him before in yeah. the earlier part of the movie.
1: So she prays to him, and wouldn't you know it, Totoro comes through. He calls the cat bus. He he mm-hmm. the cat bus comes. It picks up uh, Satsuki, and it takes her to because she's like, take me to my sister, and it's like, all right, here we go. Next stop, little sister. Yeah. And takes her to May, uh, who was sitting at another shrine. Like she was sitting in front of all these. All these statues, mm-hmm. uh, well, the bus
0: stop was near a shrine as well,
1: right? Right, I think there's just shrines kind of I mean, It everywhere. could also
0: be that the cat bus can only be summoned to a shrine like area.
1: Oh, maybe that's the case too. Who knows? I don't know the rules of a cat bus.
0: Cat bus bus stops, specifically only shrines,
1: right? <laughs> shrines <laughs> only, they're express stops. Yeah, uh, so she picks up May, they fly in the cat bus to the hospital. Where the father and mother are, and they're just like, oh, 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 what a trifling little thing. I hope the girls weren't too upset that you couldn't come home this time. And not even realizing that, like, the entire village has been in a panic for... What and, do you think
0: the like, reaction was to learning about, like, what happened? Like, holy crap, we're so sorry. <laughs> Both of your daughters are missing right now.
1: And the mother looks out the window. She thinks she sees her daughters up in the tree. And the father's like, oh, maybe they were here. And there's an ear of corn left on the left on the windowsill that has a word carved into it and what is the word we don't know we don't know because i think it's written in japanese yeah or and there's no subtitle for it there's no trans there was no translation i was <laughs> i was very confused in fact um totoro wait hold on totoro maze corn uh what does it translate to in English? To mom.
0: That's what I figured it, it said. It says
1: to mom. You think they? Okay, we, the version we had did not have a translation. So. No. Uh, it says to mom, uh, which is very sweet.
0: And the dad just goes, you may have been right. They may have been here. And I'm like, "Uh, shouldn't
1: you be a bit more concerned about that, my dude? Well, that's my thing. So I think that the dad... There is a there's a bit of magical this is where you're like, oh wait, it's not just child's fantasy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a bit of magical realism in it as well. Like a yeah. world where there's just an accepted level of magic. But mm-hmm. I guess that can also just be called a religious culture.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I think many people who believe in God believe in a little bit of magic because Mm -hmm. you live in a world where you believe that prayers work and miracles happen so i guess yeah i guess he would be like yeah i guess i guess they were here maybe they did fly here on a giant cat bus who knows uh eventually the mother comes home in a taxi
0: and there's a magical baby that may hates apparently
1: uh Yes. And then over the closing credits, there are many adventures with Mei and Setsuki and the neighborhood children and a little baby and the Totoros. And they all build snow people and they hang out as a family. And it's awesome. And I'm like, where's that movie?
0: <laughs> I want to see
1: that movie. Like that movie looks like a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Also, this movie begins and ends with two iconic songs. Uh, hey, Let's Go is the opening number. Mm hmm. And the closing number is Totoro, Totoro, Totoro. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And the Hey Let's Go song, the woman who sings it in the streamlined dub is amazing. The woman who sings it in the Disney dub is strident and annoying. And I can't stand (laughs) her. (laughs) Um, uh, The score was done once again by... uh, by joe hisaishi hisaishi Um, he said that he was inspired by uh, philip glass john cage and steve reich and many other composers Uh, and it is a beautiful Mm uh it is a beautiful uh, sort of uh, almost electronic at times score um but it's great i used to own the soundtrack to it i don't know what happened to it
0: it's on spotify
1: it is on spotify Um, so yeah, My Neighbor Totoro comes out. It does, uh, really well in Japan. Uh, gets dubbed into English. It gets released a couple of times in theaters. I assume it does well in, like, in its limited releases, mostly as a nostalgia trip. (laughs) It's been released on video many times. I mean, you can get it on Blu-ray now. Um, but you can't get the Streamline dub. You have to, you have to use... Go to special special suppliers for the streamline dub uh so i recommend you do what i did which is just t- get the bl- take your blu-ray rip it onto a video find the streamline dub online and just layer it on top
0: it works <laughs> works
1: just fine um and uh yeah because i i think the streamline dub is a lot is a lot better than the uh, than the Disney. May's dub.
0: voice in the streamlined dub is not nearly as annoying as the one in the Disney dub, I don't think.
1: Well, yeah, because the Disney dub is Dakota Fanning and L Fanning playing Satsuki and May. And L Fanning, I don't know if it was, I mean, she was born in 98 by the time. Came out. she would have been roughly the right age, but she was too old, I think, to play May. She doesn't sound like a four year old. She sounds like a six or seven year old um and they just sound too they sound too much like hollywood actors Mm -hmm. i don't know oh and also they dub in they get frank welker to dub all of totoro's roars and grunts and stuff and it just sounds like frank welker and i love frank welker i think he's a great voiceover artist i think he's a great he's a talented guy he does animals really well but it sounds like frank welker and it means makes totoro sound like a saturday morning cartoon character Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, row, 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 row. like it's just, it's a little too much.
0: Like you doing the voices for the Berenstain Bears. It's like
1: me doing Papa Bear. Well, hey there, kids, I'm Papa Bear. That's how I do it.
0: I like that Totoro is just an animal. He just sounds like an animal.
1: Yeah. And he's just, he's sort of incomprehensible noises that he makes. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of living his own thing. He's living his own life. Uh, he is his own, he is his own large, soft boy. Mm-hmm.
0: With his uh, two children?
1: Yeah, with the other Totoros. Uh, he is a he is, as they say, a Winnie the Pooh esque character. Uh, he is the symbol for Studio. He was immediately made the symbol for Studio ghibli What an iconic character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is his own person. You just want to run up and give him a big hug. Speaking of large male figures who are soft and you just want to run up and give them a big hug let's talk about a man named guillermo del toro
0: okay i thought you were talking about our next movie for a second i was like i don't
1: well that think. too that also does apply but no let's talk about guillermo del toro so when guillermo del toro was making a little movie that we like to call pacific ram thought you were googling the name of the movie for a second <laughs> no because that is the name of the movie yeah when he was making the movie Pacific Rim, uh, he was like, there's a I want to gr-
0: use Totoro as inspiration for these robots.
1: There is a little girl in Pacific Rim. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember I a little do. girl? Um, I cannot she- remember her character's name uh, because I don't remember any of the characters' names. Uh, uh, Mako Mako Mori Mana Ashida plays her. Played her Mana Ashida. When Mana Ashida mm-hmm. was being directed by Gamodotoro. Toro. This is a little girl from Japan. Only spoke Japanese as far as I could tell. Um, She could not say Guillermo del Toro's name. Yeah. She could, however, say Totoro, which is Mm -hmm. what she thought his name was originally. She got special permission from Guillermo del Toro to refer to him as Mm Totoro-san. As Mr. Totoro. And if you look up Guillermo del (laughs) Toro... (laughs) there's so much fan art of totoro as guillermo del toro and vice versa it's like its own genre incredible Uh, the man is i mean the man is a totoro basically he is the totoro of filmmaking he is a large somewhat mythical being who laughs a lot and is sort of inscrutable and enigmatic and you don't really know what he's thinking half the time Except because I guess with Del Toro, he just, he tells you what he's thinking all the time. He does a lot of interviews.
0: I remember reading that little tidbit of information. Where did I read it?
1: Oh, it was all over like a Tumblr. It was a big Tumblr thing.
0: I don't have a Tumblr.
1: Um, and that was surprising, right? <laughs> yeah. She was embarrassed. She couldn't pronounce del Toro's name. So he gave her special Instagram. san And someone wrote to him and said on Twitter and was like, is this true? I hope so because it's lovely. And he said, it is. Like he he confirmed it. This is a true this is a true thing. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of cute pictures of him uh, with uh, walking around with her, and there's drawings, a lot of cartoons of her hugging Totoro, but he has glasses and Gamoro Toro's hair. Uh, it's there if you. I mean, yes. At least I, one of
0: the filmmakers we're covering is good with kids. Yes, <laughs> and good <laughs> with people in general.
1: Um, uh if you want to be disappointed by searching something look up uh uh my neighbor totoro look up may plush figure because there are plush dolls of the of may's character that look absolutely nothing like her uh,
0: can you sell a doll that looks like may looks in the movie that,
1: no uh, but clearly you can't because <laughs> when you try uh you end up with this just a lot of a lot of stuffed stuffies that don't look like may
0: they look not they look scary
1: like they don't look like may or you end up with like these weird vinyl characters that you also don't want to be a part of no. there is one that's dressed like a totoro that's very cute um but there's some cute little figure nope those aren't even any good none of these are good uh.
0: when we say that may looks like a raw ham by the way we don't mean that in a mean way
1: no she's an adorable ham yeah um why do you think Guillermo del Toro likes this movie uh who wouldn't yeah uh, I think it's a I think it's a stupid question <laughs> <laughs> like obviously obviously he would love this movie it 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 is about nature it is about uh it it is about children it is about uh it is about parenthood it is about uh the hidden spirits that exist beyond the veil like it's everything that he loves but for children and it has cool art and it has cool art it has cool art so uh yeah my neighbor Totoro what else can you say about it it's good there's a whole section in the on the wikipedia it's page it's not
0: just a the slice of life film
1: so yeah, so you were saying that like you have, you you read all the time that like Miyazaki makes these like sort of slice of life, like pastoral films that are very relaxing. Mm-hmm. And this is like the only one that even comes close yeah. to that. But it yeah. does end with a little girl almost dying. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and a funky cat bus.
1: And a funky cat bus. I um,
0: wish my slice of life had a funky cat bus in it. It doesn't.
1: So there is a sequel to this movie that came out in uh, 2003 called may and the kitten bus mm-hmm. and uh, it has never been released anywhere except i believe the studio ghibli museum in mm-hmm. japan and uh and once uh, it, uh for the uh for the north american release of spirited away but not for the entire release because i saw spirited away in the theater it was not shown at that uh, and then at a fundraiser a few days after that but uh, May and the Kitten Bus is a very protected film, like mm-hmm. that they're like, nope, gotta come, uh, and and come to Japan if you want to see it. But it is May is voiced by the original voice actor who played her in the uh, Japanese release. Uh, there's a lot of stills from it online, so you can see plenty of plenty of shots from May and the Kitten Bus online. But uh, and there is a stage production. Of My Neighbor Totoro coming out uh, in October, Great. in by the Royal Shakespeare Company. Good and for them. I have seen, uh, I have seen some of the like concept art for it, and it looks like uh, an amazing bunch of puppetry going to be going on. So, uh, you know, what can you do?
0: You want to know what I remember the most from watching this movie with you? What? Uh, you said this was the first movie that made vegetables look good
1: this is the first movie i ever watched that made vegetables look good when they when they chill those vegetables in the river and then they take a they take a bite out of that uh cucumber Cucumber. Mm. yeah uh oh because they did a stage production there's a japanese stage production of spirited away that was Mm -hmm. produced that looked amazing so people are very excited for the stage production of totoro um uh and uh yeah it makes vegetables look tasty kids will eat their vegetables i bought this movie for my grandmother and her kids loved it and if kids at a rowdy daycare can love it any kid can love it it's
0: great. i watched this movie a lot when i was younger
1: yeah it's a great movie loved it in college loved it as a kid when i was younger what
0: <laughs> i watched a lot of that was like the only thing i watched for a while
1: <laughs> movies ghibli studio ghibli movies we had a lot of them We had a lot of them.
0: (laughs) And I wasn't really interested in dinosaurs on a train or whatever that show was called.
1: Dinosaur train?
0: Dinosaur train, yeah.
1: Dinosaurs on a train. Uh, Well, speaking of dinosaurs on a train. Speaking of things you watched a lot when you were a kid, what is our next a movie?
0: It is...
1: I am excited about our next movie. I'm very excited because I haven't watched it in quite a while.
0: We are watching...
1: We are watching... Uh,
0: Darkman. <gasps>
1: Darkman, you yes. You brought this movie up
0: while we were watching The Fly.
1: I did. Our first, and I believe only, Sam Raimi film, 1990s Darkman, uh, which is set in a very, 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 very weird time in film history when Batman had come out and studios were like, this Batman movie made millions and millions of dollars clearly what people want is superhero movies based on their favorite comic book characters. No, they want just dark movies about angry guys, specifically guy movies based on things from the 1930s. And they were throwing money at every filmmaker. So we got like a spirit, not a spirit movie. We got a shadow movie. They eventually gave us a the phantom movie that's when we got dick tracy but in the midst of all this came dark man sam Raimi's first foray into superhero action uh where he was like i'm gonna take advantage of this obsession people have with dark comic book characters and get this dark man movie on the off the ground so next time we'll be covering dark man it's a it's a it's a trip um but yeah i'm excited about it so uh hold on to your butts because we're gonna we're gonna rock that we're gonna rock that rock it right.
0: <laughs> Why are you trying to do these funky outros now?
1: Because um, I'm a funky man. I'm a funky man with a with a funky style. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for listening to the show. If you listened to this far, um, we're on Twitter at Del Toro Time. We're on Facebook at It's Del Toro Time. Uh, and uh, yeah, join us next time for Sam Raimi's Darkman. You have anything else left to say? There's
0: not so much to say about this movie as some of the ones we've watched previously. No, I know, it's just,
1: it's just a perfect film. It's a great uh, film. There's a, there's a section on the on the Wikipedia page called like merchandising or mm-hmm. merchandise. And it is only like two sentences long, I guess because if you even started talking about the merchandise of, of My Neighbor Totoro, it would be like, there's an entire like 12 volume set you could write about that. Cause this movie is all, mer- <laughs> this movie is mer- merchandise to heck and back. Yeah, uh, they
0: made a giant fuzzy character.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. We love Toro. Um, yes. but all right. So join us next time for Dark Man. And until then, I am Phil. And I'm Willow. And we'll see you when it's, it's Del Toro time. time.